4: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. It's good to have Lee with me. I love my applause line. <laughs> you know, I have three core values for this radio show. Inspiration, education, and application. Uh, and, you know, even though those are my three key words, it does not preclude the reality uh, of that there's some tough stuff going on around us. You know, a lot of people think that uh, being inspirational is always about being positive and always about being, you know, uh, uh, you know, rah, rah. And, and I think that's some of it. I think that's some of it. But also a, a, a warrior needs to be able to, to take a look at the big picture. We need to be able to have emotional intelligence to be able to make a, a good decisions, even when things aren't going that well. And let's be honest, if you're a child of God, uh, if you're a person that's lived in this country like I have for 57 years, uh, then you realize the country we're living in today is not our parents' America. Uh, and a majority of that is negative, is bad. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, you know, I'm playing a little bit. The doctor is in the house, I'm saying. Uh, You know, it's time for a diagnosis. You know, in 30 years of working at the structural level with leaders, I've learned that with confidence comes great potential to do great things. It it is the Superman innate intellect, self-confidence. However, the converse is true as well. See, when people are confused, uncertain unsure about the basic questions and behaviors of society, they struggle. Uh, And today, that's what I'm seeing. Today, uh, in the mass confusion that is our current state, many are feeling sick and tired, angry and uncertain, and we need a doctor. And today on the Hour of Power, I want to lay out a prognosis about the disease. You know, in that great word disease... Do you see the compound word that is dis-ease? And let's be honest, there's a lot of things going on in America that's not good. There's a lot of things going on in our community that's not good. But I I do want to inspire people. And so, uh, you know, I came across this article years ago, probably a good decade ago, called the, uh, and actually more than that, uh, because it's still empower you. So I bet you about 15 years ago, uh, it's called The Seven Secrets of Inspiring Leaders. Uh, And it's by this gentleman uh, by the name of Carmen Gallo, or Gallo, um, G-A-L-L-O. And what he goes on to posit is that American uh, business professionals are uninspired. Now, this is 15 years ago. And so whatever I'm reading from 15 years ago is exponentially greater today. And at that time, he said only 10% of employees look forward to going to work, 10%. And most point to a lack of leadership as a reason why. Now, according to a a research poll by Meritz, uh, he said it doesn't have to be that way. All business leaders have the power to inspire, to motivate, and positively influence the people in their professional lives. And so for a year, uh, Carmine Gallo uh, interviewed renowned leaders, entrepreneurs, educators who have an extraordinary ability to sell their vision, values themselves. And he was looking at their communications. And he he wrote a book, I think it's called Fire Them Up. And this was research for his book. And he found these these seven techniques uh, of inspiring leaders. And he said, first of all, they demonstrate enthusiasm constantly. You know, inspiring leaders have an uh, abundance of passion for what they do. And that's why passion is one of the key words. You know, you can't really inspire people unless you're inspired yourself. You, you know, I used to say in sales that the first cell takes place with yourself. If you're gonna sell a million dollar insurance policy, you gotta believe in it. You know, people would say about me that I could sell ice to an Eskimo and I used to say, well, if I believe they needed it. If I believe they need it, see that's where my passion comes from. And one thing I've said a long time ago is I can teach people anything. You know, I'm a I'm a great teacher, That's what I do. But one thing I cannot teach people to do is have a heart. See, that's God's job. That has to be manufactured, installed. I, I can't teach someone to have a heart. I can teach them almost anything else. And so, when I meet someone and they got a good heart, they got good bones, they got a good structure, and they got something that we can build upon. And see, without passion, nothing really great takes place. And so, whatever it is, you got to have a, a passion for it, great enthusiasm. And remember, the word enthusiasm comes from the Greek word enthous, and the great word enthous. And what enthous means is of the spirit. It's not fake, in other words. It's not surface. It's inside out. He's, uh, Carmine says, number two, articulate a compelling course of action. When all else fails, ladies and gentlemen, do something. Leaders of movement, everything's moving around us. From the day we're born, we're one day closer to death. Your marriage is getting better or it's getting worse. Your relationship with God is getting better or it's getting worse. You're becoming more of the child of God that you're called to be or you're becoming more of the world. Choose. And because we are unconscious creatures, a lot of us choose without choosing. It's whatever happens. We get the leftovers. We've got to have a compelling course of action. Inspiring leaders craft delivers specific, consistent, memorable vision. A vision is the ability to see things in the future, to see how it connects. A goal such as we intend to double ourselves by this time next year is not inspiring. It's not that. What is that going to do for you? If someone wants to make more money, they don't really want a a whole bunch of little piece of green paper. They want what they believe those little pieces of green paper will do for them. you got to get in the why, people. He who has the why can bear almost any how. Leaders deal with the why. Managers deal with the how. Number three, sell the benefit. What's in it for them? Sell the sizzle, not the steak, is what the the sales analogy is, if you will. Always remember, it's not about you. Rule number one about being a leader. It's not about you. Get off yourself, leader. It's about them. This is what you got to get. Why should my listeners care about what I'm talking about? I've got to give them a reason why. Why do you kids listen to you? Give them a reason why. Why does your wife love after you? Give her a reason why. Sell the benefits. Number four, tell more stories. Inspiring leaders, he said, tell memorable stories. Few business leaders appreciate the power of stories to connect with their audience. Man, you hear me telling stories all the time, and sometimes the same ones over and over and over. Why? Because a story is like a word picture, and we all know that a picture's worth a thousand words. And people remember stories because they make them feel. People don't remember what you did for them as much as they remember as what, how you made them feel. Why do you think I have people that come back to me 20 and 30 years later? Because I make them feel alive. I make them feel hopeful. I make them feel confident. Number five says uh, inspiring leaders invite participation. People need to have ownership. You know, there's two mental states to have, either employee mentality or business owner mentality. And I don't care whether you own the business or just work there. It's a mindset. So when you invite participation in your mission statement, in the vision of the company, you create owners. And owners treat their job and their company different. Number six, reinforce an optimistic outlook. Man, people need hope. We are, as leaders, we are hope peddlers. Uh, and if you're not peddling hope, then just sit down and shut up. We have a dark world. with a lot of bitterness, a lot of resentment. We're living in a time of a covetousness. The Tenth Commandment is being violated. What do you think the whole privilege movement is about? God told us the last commandment, which really ties into all the other ones, thou shalt not covet. And today we live in the thing of white privilege and all that. Man, another line in life I missed. Where was that white privilege line when I was young? Man, I would give anything to be black when I was young. I used to beg to be black. If, my, if, I, was, if I was black, my life would have been so much easier. I could have went to good schools. I could have a 501c3 right now with millions of dollars in it. See, you've got to know that people are looking for hope. And so you've got to inspire them. You've got to let them know. And number seven, encourage potential. Remember, I keep telling you better than that. Inspiring leaders praise people, invest in them emotionally. They make them believe in themselves. And so I want to be inspiring, but also leaders need to know, be aware of the environment today. It's not dark, as Trevor like to say. It's not bitter. It's reality and you got to put your big boy pants on sometimes your big girl pants on and take a look at what things are not what you would like them to be and so today the doctor's in town the doctor mr black dr black is in and after the break i'm gonna give you a diagnosis of what i think's going on and it's something called dis-ease we'll be right back
5: That's likeitmatters.net.
0: Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
2: Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold, the highest-rated precious metals firm in the country. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000.
4: Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. Let us build you a long-lasting, high-efficiency water softener. If you contact us now, you'll get $400 off our new wet technology water softener. Do it right the first time. Contact Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Living Live Like It Matters. And for those that uh, know, know, I not only do this daily radio show, Monday through Friday, from 11 to 12 a.m. Central Standard Time till 12 noon, Uh, you can listen live anywhere in the world on freedom1570.com. I love people live streaming. I got people live streaming all over the place. After the radio show is over, this show is placed on our website, likeitmattersradio.com. Like It Matters LikeItMattersRadio.com, usually about an hour after the radio show's over, so by one. And then you can listen to this uh, and all of our archived messages uh, at your own leisure. I also have, for those that listen to podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, it's called Living Life Like It Matters. It's a bi-weekly podcast. Uh, Mondays, we do something called Storytime with Mr. Black, uh, four to 10-minute, little pithy, little uh, story, if you will, a leadership lesson, and then Thursdays are full uh, hour shows, uh, full of content, similar to the radio show, sometimes uh, the radio show with added content, Uh, and uh, those that are wondering, yes, uh, we have three Leadership Awakening classes left through the year, Uh, in three weeks, we'll be in Las Vegas, yes, uh, I turned 57 October 8th, and I hit the road and drive out to Vegas, and uh, we still got openings in there, I think we're at eight. Our target class size is 12 to 16. Uh, November 10th through 12th, we'll be here in Dallas-Fort Worth, and then we'll close out uh, the year 2022 in uh, my second home, of beautiful Twin Cities in Minneapolis-St. Paul, uh, where we'll do our last class of the year, uh, December 1 through 3. Go to likeitmatters.net, and you can check it out. So, Dr. Black. Now, I always say that I'm not a doctor. I just play one on weekends. Okay, just want you to know <laughs> that's all I do. Uh, and that's only once every three weeks because when I'm in Leadership Awakening as the master trainer for Like It Matters, uh, I take you on a 48 hour journey that will forever change your life. I get to your heart through your head, and I get to your head through your heart. I use the ultimate um, double helix uh, called emotional intelligence. I mix the the mental state, uh, the intelligence, um, with the emotional state, uh, EQ and IQ, emotional quotient, intellectual quotient, and together, it makes you who you are. But one thing I've noticed is there's dis-ease all around us. There is disease, And I love that word because I'm an etymologist by trade, disease, right? And by the way, you know, I, I read this years ago, and it's stunning to me. That in the process of a pathogenic process, the process of getting less than optimal health, becoming sick. Let's say zero is dead and 100 uh, is totally healthy. You don't feel symptoms until you're in the 60 percentile range. So you're already in decay. You're already in the pathogenic cycle but you don't see this is why we got to be aware see some people are more aware of their body than others some people when they have a leg injury uh, whenever it's going to rain the atmospheric pressure gets up their knee starts hurting they know that they're like a weatherman you know uh, and, and we got to have, have awareness I'm pretty aware of my body uh, what's going on I take a lot of uh, natural uh, homeopathic stuff uh, I push myself pretty hard at 56 years old I can run circles around 16 years old and so I take a lot of things that keep me healthy I have an immune system it's good. Good. But it's interesting because disease is the same word as dis-ease and dis-ease. And what's going on around us is a lot of people are not at ease. Now I, I talk about the three zones we live in, the comfort zone, the fear zone and the panic zone. And I tell you that the comfort zone is, is a, a, um, it's a graveyard. It's a casket. It's a tomb. Uh, it's where things go to die. Your marriage dies uh, in the comfort zone. Your relationship with God dies in the comfort zone, right? The, the church of Ephesus, when Jesus is talking to the seven churches uh, in Revelation, uh, he tells the church of Ephesus, I have one thing against you. He says, you've forgotten your first love. They had gotten so comfortable uh, with the risen Christ. Uh, they had forgotten their passion, their first love. And he says, go back to what you did at first. See, uh, because Jesus had a dis-ease with Ephesus. Isn't that interesting? I have this one thing against you. I have a dis-ease with you. Something's not right. So, you know, I was looking uh, at the National, National Center for Biotechnical Information, and it talks about the World Health Organization. It says in the preamble of the World Health Organization, who? The Constitution. It says the World Health Organization's claim that health is, quote, A state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. Isn't that great? A state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being. Do you see why we're in disease? Do you see why we're in disease? Do you see why things aren't working? How about this one? Uh... Disease, a condition of the living animal or plant body or one of its parts that impairs normal functioning. Isn't that great? Impairs normal functioning. That's right there. Hits what's going on around us. And it's typically manifested by distinguishing signs and symptoms, sickness, malady. How about this one? A harmful development as in social institutions. How about Wikipedia? I know people hate when I quote Wikipedia. What are you doing quote Wikipedia? Because that's what other people read it. That's why. I don't agree either. But today, you know who has power? He who controls the dictionary. See, it doesn't matter what's true. What matters is what what people believe is true. That's the study of transactional analysis. Dr. Eric Burns says there's a stimulus and there's a response. But the stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens... Is that when we someone says something or does something, we go to what we know. Remember, your mind is six times faster than you can talk. And so when someone says something or does something, you don't respond to that. You go to what you know. The good book says the dog returns to his vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. So when someone says something or does something, because the mind is six times faster than we can talk, we automatically make everything about us. Remember rule number one about being a leader is not about you. But the spirit of offense says it's all about you we live in a time of the spirit of the offense it's the bait of satan you're supposed to be offended by everything by every dog whistle by every innuendo by every insinuation whether you know they're there or not doesn't matter whether the other person is consciously aware of them or not doesn't matter uh, white people are evil black people are victims uh, all Republicans are ready, want to overthrow the government. Don't you hear? We're going to pre World War II uh, Germany. We're doing the same things all over again. The difference is it's just changing the group of people we're doing it to. A harmful development as in a social institution. Wikipedia says this. A disease is a particular abnormal condition that negatively affects the structure or function of all or part of an organism. And that is not immediately due to any external injury. See, the the damage we're doing in American days is all internal. We're doing it to ourselves. Diseases are often known to be medical conditions that are associated with specific signs and symptoms. And so you're probably saying, well, Black, then what are the symptoms? Come on, Mr. Smarty Pants. Okay. Well, like Billy Graham said, any preacher worth his weight has a Bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other. Because if you can't apply that word to your world and what you're living in, then they're just a bunch of letters put together. They don't have any value. If you don't know what they mean, if you can't apply them, it's, the Bible calls it gnosis. Gnosis means to know. It's a surface knowledge. But there's a different word the Bible also translates as know. It's called epigonosis. And epigonosis means you know. You know it deep. You know it structurally. You know it applicationally. So let me go to the newspaper. Police Please. Uh, This is all yesterday's newspapers. Four randomly stabbed in Albuquerque, suspect arrested. So this guy goes crazy and just decides, gets on a bus to go and and decides that he's just going to start stabbing people. Four people, he just random people, that didn't know him at all, just random people, and goes on a stabbing spree. This was yesterday. Uh, Out of control. Out of control, rise in STDs, including 26% syphilis spike, sparks U.S. alarm, says the rate of syphilis cases has hit its highest in three Decades, They're starting to make at-home tests so that people can test. Sharply rising cases of some sexually transmitted diseases, including a 26% rise in new syphilis infections reported last year, are prompting U.S. health officials to call for new prevention. It's imperative that we work to rebuild, innovate, and expand STD prevention in the United States. Infection rates for some STDs, including gonorrhea, syphilis, have been rising for years. Last year, the rate of syphilis case reached its highest since 1991. You got monkey pox. Oh, my gosh. It is going crazy. How about this one? Woman raped on platform in New York City. But that's just not it. They're also pushed. Look at how many people now are pushed in front of train tracks. You ready for this? Of the 3 million people that ride each day, this year alone, up till April, four months, 743 felonies on the subways The end of April Compared to 452 last year It's rising exponentially How about this one? Ready for this one? This is the weirdest one. Los Angeles-based Beyond Meat COO Doug Ramsey arrested for biting driver's nose after Arkansas football game. They got in a fight, argument at Arkansas football game. The COO of this, you know, huge company, billion-dollar company, whatever it is, got so mad he bit another person's nose. Blood everywhere. People are stuffing, 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 snapping mental health disorders. It's going crazy. And I want you to be aware of what's going on. And I want to show you seven signs to prove my point. Seven signs to tell you that we've got to take a look at this. We've got to fix this. This is not to turn you off. This is not to make you disappointed. This to get you in the game. Because one thing I've learned in 30 years of working deep with people is most people are deaf, numb, and blind. They look, but they're not seeing things ear but they're not listening and they touch but they don't feel so after the break i'm gonna give you seven signs to prove that we are in a state of dis-ease i'm black and we'll be right back
3: Take a listen to these words about like it matters leadership awakening from a recent attendee.
6: Leadership awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive, professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the The leadership awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge
7: Hi, I'm Al Averroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Inflation is a problem, markets are volatile, and the risk of running out of money in retirement is real. That's why I love annuities, and you should too. Your financial advisor doesn't want you to know that with our annuity strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market-linked return that locks in every year, and when the stock market goes down, your annuity won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees, and it works for your investments, money at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and you should only invest if you learn the facts. And that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text free to 833-898-0500. And we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to use safe, low-fee annuities to build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, Get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833 898 Text FREE
1: to 833 898 We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, Books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, Workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today we're talking about what's going on around us. You know, leaders, we, we've got to be aware of what's going on. Uh, we are such uh, unaware creatures, and we're busy. We have, uh, I think it was 3.4 gigabytes of information or something like that that we process every day. We have thirty to sixty thousand thoughts per day. In the study of epigenetics, you know, we got so much stimuli, so many shiny, you know, shiny, sparkling objects, squirrels, bells, whistle, you know, twenty-seven channels of ESPN, fifteen events to take our kids to, right? A pastor friend of mine used to say, "If the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. He'll make you busy." And it seems like we're all busy about a lot of temporal things. A lot of temporal things. And ladies and gentlemen, we need to be aware. Any good warrior is aware of their surroundings. When you come upon an accident, you've got to become aware of what's going on around you. You don't just rush in to help someone that's laying on a floor in a puddle of water. There could be an electrical line down, and you touch that person or touch that water, step into it, and you're going to be electrocuted. We were taught that as a medic. You've got to become aware. Of you Before you approach and run in there, you got to take a look at your environment, see what's going on around you. Any good warrior knows that. Any good football, you know, when they say what makes a good uh, quarterback a good quarterback in the NFL is they can see the whole field. Haven't you heard that before? How do you wage war? How do you wage battle? Whether you're talking with a pigskin football or with guns and bullets or with knives and swords the more of the battlefield the more of the environment the more aware you are of your enemy the more you are aware of the wiles of your enemy the more you are aware of the uh, the the land around you the layout of the land uh, where valleys are where hills are uh, all that stuff that's the whole battle in Israel the Golan heights you know about elevation one sits above the other and if if Israel doesn't control the Golan heights don't you hear heights that means the The Palestinians from right up top of that can just lob missiles right on down pretty easy. They can't defend themselves. So they had to capture the Golan Heights because it was high ground that protect themselves from people getting the Golan Heights and shooting down and then killing their people. See, you've got to see the whole battlefield. And what's going on around us is really important. I've got a seven-year-old son. I've got four kids, but there's only one at home. Uh, my daughter faced twenty six years old and she 's married and her husband 's becoming a doctor and she 's got her own life my son christian's twenty two years old got his own life. My son, a major going on seventeen year old living with his mom in Arizona or actually living away from his mom in Arizona, but has his own life i can't I, I programmed I put what I could into them, but I have a seven year old boy who right now Benaya, who is watching everything. Who is seeing what's acceptable? And man, as his daddy, I've got to teach him right. I've got to give him a good example. Remember, leadership is a loop. You got to flex your pecs, leaders. It's permission, it's example, and it's culture. Permission, that's what the P's for. P. Leaders, people always watching us, you got to get this. What are they seeing you do? If a picture's worth a thousand words, what is the epistle that's being written through your actions? So Paul said, you know, we are writing the epistle on your heart. Paul's faith was demonstrated by his sons in the faith and his daughters in the faith, how they lived their life because the epistle was written on their heart. And I'm going to tell you right now, your epistle is written on your heart. What stirs you up? What keeps you going when other people stop? What makes you pick yourself up, dust yourself off and hit it again when you don't want to get up again? What makes you wake up in this foreign country that used to love so much. Now you don't even recognize and still going to fight the good fight. And what I'm going to suggest is that there's a cultural collapse around us. And why does that matter? Because your kids are watching it. Your kids are living in it. Mental health is going through the roof, the, the pandemic. It's bad. I mean, you got young people scared. They're afraid of each other, afraid to go to school. I notice that the, all these people walking around with masks on still, and and I, I'd say a, a, at least half of the people I see wearing masks are people of color. Again, they believe the lie that the government's programming them. You know, I just saw this thing that voters, like seventy percent of voters, believe that all the main issues that are important to them, that Republicans are better at, like sixty to forty percent and yet the Republican or Democrat uh, generic ballot is even. Well, if 60% of people believe that Republicans can solve all these problems, then why is the generic ballot even? Why? Because the hatred being spewed. Because you're being told by state-run media over and over and over that they're just a bunch of insurrectionists, that they just hate black people, that they are uh, they just want to you have backroom abortions. And so Why? Because we're animals, that we just want to be able to have our non-consequential sex, as long as we can do that. Ladies and gentlemen, what is important as a Nation Day does not define who you are. What defines who you are is what's important to you as an individual. And how do you support that? How do you live a congruent life with your actions, with your words, with your pictures? So you give people permission through your actions. What are you giving people permission to do? And then the E is example. Remember, a picture's worth a thousand words. People don't need another sermon. They need a picture. They need an example. That's why I love the saying, what you're doing speaks so loudly that people don't need to listen to a word you're saying. Parents, what you're doing speaks so loudly. All the verbal instructions your kids doesn't matter. Managers, leaders, what you're doing to your employees speaks so loudly, your professed business culture doesn't matter. A picture's worth a thousand words. What type of example are you giving to people? Don't be a hypocrite. You know the hypocrite's motto. Don't do what I do, do what I say. But a leader's motto, a child of God, someone who's working to be a better leader, is my words and my actions are congruent. Watch my words or watch my actions, listen to my words, and they should say the same story, which brings us to C as culture. See, we're only as good of our environment. That's what epigenetics comes down to. Look, read the book um, uh, Biology of Belief by uh, um, Lipton, Bruce Lipton. L-l-l- read any of Dr. Caroline Leaf's stuff. Who Shut Off My Brain or Turn On Your Brain or The Best Possible I Me. Mean, I don't remember what the other one was. Good books. Study of epigenetics. We used to believe that the, 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 the cell was driven by the nucleus, but Dr. Lipton show, told us that we're wrong. It's not the nucleus that drives the cell. He says it's the cell membrane. And so he says, technically, we're nothing more than a community of 300 trillion cells all driven by our environment. And that's what culture is. And so there's this organization. I'm not a proponent of this organization. I'm sure there's some not-so-good things about this organization. But I just wanted to know where I got this article. I, I've seen this article many times. Uh, why, why did the Roman Empire fall within? You know, you can look up the titler cycle. Titler cycle says basically all democracies last 200 years. We go from bondage to bondage. It's an eight-step process. See, we are creatures of habit. That's why you learn from the past. You study the past so you don't repeat it unless you want to repeat it. Unless you want to. But uh, this organization called Return of Kings, uh, and it's interesting. This is how they describe themselves. I'm not a proponent of this. I don't really know who they are. So I'm not saying I agree with everything they agree. I just want you to know where I'm getting this information from. Return of Kings is a blog for heterosexual masculine men. It's meant for a small but vocal collection of men in America today who believe men should be masculine and women should be feminine. ROK aims to usher the return of the masculine man in the world where masculinity is being increasingly punished and shamed in favor of creating an androgynous and politically correct society that allows women to assert superiority and control over men. Now, again, uh, I don't support everything this organization does. I don't know what they do. I do know this, that statement that they said there, uh, I would put myself about, uh, you know, 75 to 85 percent agreement with. Uh, I think men should be men and I think women should be women. And I'm not defining that. That's a different discussion. So it goes on to what is cultural collapse, because I believe and this article is about that there is cultural collapse going on. And it's intentional. It's a pandemic. It's not a pandemic. It's a pandemic, just like the covid stuff. If cultural collapse occurs. What do we do? So what is cultural collapse? Cultural collapse is a decline, decay, and disappearance of a nation, a native population's rituals, habits, interpersonal communication, relationships, art, and language. It coincides with a relative decline of population compared to outside groups. National identity and group identification will be lost, while revisionist history will be applied to demonize or find fault with the native population. Cultural collapse is not to be confused with economic or state collapse. A nation that suffers suffers from a cultural collapse can still be economically productive and have a working government look at china look at Russia. First, I will share a brief summary of cultural collapse. So here they are. Seven things. The cultural collapse progression. Removal of religious narrative from people's lives, replaced by treadmill of scientific technological progress. Number two, elimination of traditional sex roles through feminism, gender equality, political correctness, cultural Marxism, socialism. Number three, delay or abstainment of family formation by women to pursue careers, lifestyles, while men wait in confused limbo. Number four, decreased birth rate among native populations. Number five, government enactment of open immigration policies to prevent economic collapse. Number six, immigration refusal to fully acclimate, forcing host culture to adopt external rituals and beliefs while being out reproduced. Number seven, natives becoming marginalized in their own country after the break, I'm going to break these down. And again, this is just to be aware. For those of you have kids, you need to be, know how to talk to those kids. Right now, those of you that are business owners, your employees are struggling. I work with them every weekend. They're good people. They're struggling. They're confused. They don't know who they're supposed to be as a man or as a white person or a black person. They don't know what to believe anymore. They don't know what's going on in state-run media or now we persecute and prosecute our political opponents. There's a lot of confusion out there. And as a leader, you can help people. But you can't help people unless you're aware of what's going on. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the dis-ease and what do we do about it. I'm Black. We'll be back after these commercial messages.
5: That's likeitmatters.net.
0: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
2: Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. The devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a
1: division of Salem Media Group.
0: Join our fan club today and you could win our Regnery Book of the Month, Rigged. How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections by Molly Hemingway. Register to win daily at freedom1570.com.
3: Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening.
1: For probably two-thirds of my
4: and application i am black and today i'm playing doctor yeah i just want you to be aware of what's going on there's a collapse going on around us and this is not political this is a more sociological but more important this is leadership based because you know as parents as adults we get to make our own choices and we get to live in the consequence of those choices but you know our kids they didn't have any choice in this Our kids did not ask us to fall in love, to copulate, to procreate, uh, to fertilize an egg that eventually became them. Uh, They had no say in it. So it blows me away that people spend a month celebrating their birthday. There are so many people so wrapped up in themselves. Boy, uh, you want someone to go to class in October? Nope, that's my birthday month. Nope, I've been celebrating my birthday that week, that weekend. And I always want to say, you know, you had absolutely nothing to do with your birth, right? I mean, you had, and it's the greatest celebration of most people's life is their birthday, and they celebrate it over and over for weeks, a month at a time, and you had absolutely nothing to do with that date. And yet, look at all the glory you're taking for something you had no participation in whatsoever. And that's how life is. we got to remember, God says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans for a future and a hope. And then Ephesians 2.10, for you are God's masterpiece, uh, prepared in advance for good works for you to walk through. Uh, God has a will for you. God has prepared good things in advance. He's done all the work. He's planted the vineyards. He's built the house for you. You're just in and enjoy it. Uh, but will you appreciate him? Will you appreciate what you have? And you know, when most people appreciate what they have is after they lose it. You know, when a lot of people want to work on their marriage, when one person says, I'm done, I found somebody else. I'm going to go off with this person now who pays attention to me. And now you're ready to work on your marriage. But that person's moved on. Or you're ready to you get a sick child or something happens to your the child, they go wayward. And now all of a sudden you realize how important it is to your kids. But now it's too late, at least for that one, at least for the time being. See, remember, neuroassociative conditioning, there are two base drivers in life. That's why I teach you this stuff, so that you can take control. Remember, there are two driving forces in life, the desire for pleasure, the avoidance of pain. We're either moving towards something or moving away from something. As a leader, people are always watching you. And you got to decide, are you giving an example of what they'd love to be like? Or are you give an example of what they'd never want to be like? You know, Billy Graham said that Christians do more to scare people away from Jesus than all the wiles of the enemy. And I don't know about you, but one of my goals in life is to bring more people to the cross than I scare away. So, I want you to think about the seven steps, the very effective steps. The enemy uh, is doing a great job. This is the great falling away, the great apostasy. The church is dying. Uh, we're running away from God. We mock God. And that's number one. He, before you do anything else, you've got to remove religion. Ask China, ask Russia. And now, when America's following suit, we become like our enemies. Religion has been a powerful restraint for millennia in preventing humans from pursuing their base desires and narcissistic tendencies so that they satisfy a God. Family formation is the central unit of most religions, possibly because children increase membership at zero marginal cost to the church. In other words, they don't need to be recruited, right? Because they follow the faith of their parents. And what has happened today? Parents aren't following after God, so kids aren't following after God. And I think now it's at some point this new generation, something like 26% or something like that, have a relationship with the God of the Bible. It's the lowest, and it's, it's exponentially declining. So after removal of religious narrative, remember, we're no longer a Christian nation. Barack Obama told us that, and he was right. Uh, we are not a Christian nation. Uh, not at all. Number two, elimination of traditional sex roles. Once religion no longer plays a role in people's lives, the stage is set to fracture male-female bonding. Don't you see it? I mean, it's incredible. If you look at this from a strategy point of view, the enemy's powerful. What the Democrats are doing, man, it's works. It's been going on for decades. You now They started in the college universities, and we, we mocked them 40 years ago. Oh, it's no big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal because of philosophy in the classroom in one generation— Becomes philosophy of a government in the next. It's very well strategized and planned out. So you've got to eliminate traditional sex roles, right? That's what the that's what the CRT, that's what Black Lives Matter. They don't. They're not for m- black males. They're for homosexual agenda. They're for LGBTQT. They're for women. Uh, they're all this stuff. But it's about. Blurring the lines between male and female. Why? The end result is that men, confused about their identity, averse to state punishment from from sexual harassment, right? The date rape, divorce proceedings. I mean, family court. I spent $30,000 in three years to get squashed in court. And I was a good father. I had custody of my two oldest kids. And the court treated my like crap to the point where it took my son away and basically allowed his mom to turn my son against me. And now this kid at 17 years old is struggling, just like her other son is struggling, because this is what the courts do. Number three, women begin to place career above family. At the same time, men are being emasculated. There's been a, a war on men. The only illegal drug on a college campus is testosterone. Men are goofs. Men are to blame for everything. And then the white male, the white male don't even deserve to live anymore. This is how people feel because it's everything's our fault. That's just crazy. And as men are being emasculated as mere sperm donors, women are encouraged to adopt their careers, mannerisms. I used to believe that women were the better two sexes. I still do believe that. But now there's not much difference. It's kind of like the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. There's not a lot of difference. I'm still conservative, still vote straight Republican ticket. But unfortunately, there's not a lot of difference anymore. That's the sad reality. Number four, birth rates decrease among native population. You won't see this anywhere. Check it out. Check out the decrease in birth rates. matter of fact, take a look at all the world leaders. When you, before we talk about Angela Merkel, the guy in France, all that, uh, Canada. And notice how none of these leaders have children. Just take a look at it. A lot of people don't talk about it. Just take a look at it. Some are homosexual. Some are whatever. There's not kids involved. Birth rates decrease among native population. Number five, large influx of immigration. Do you realize we're going to have two million people this year that have come over illegally? Two million last year. Four million people. That was the differential in votes in the Hillary Clinton uh, election. Five million. And so by the time uh, Biden's done, there's going to be close to 10 million uh, illegal people in this country. In addition, supposedly, the 11 to 14 million, quote, dreamers uh, and the poorest borders. Stunning. Large influx of immigration. Number six, sanitization of host culture coincides with increase in immigration power. While many adult immigrants will feel gracious at the opportunity to live in a more prosperous nation, others will soon feel resentment that they are forced to work menial jobs in a country that is far more expensive than their own. The majority of them remain in lower economic classes living in poor immigrant communities where they can't speak, can speak their own language, find their own homeland foods, and follow their own customs. There's no assimilation. And that's the big problem. We used to, when we came to this country, we became Americans. We had a common value. And we don't have that anymore. Which brings us to number seven, destruction of Native culture. I mean, the founding fathers are evil now. It's called presentism. Where what we do is we take today's moralistic code and we apply it to 200 years ago, 300 years ago, 500 years ago. And you can't do that. I mean, read the Bible. Do you realize Abraham had slaves? Do you realize Jacob had slaves? Do you realize all the patriarchal the the tribes all had slaves? So are we going to destroy the Bible too? Uh, I, I, I mean, do you realize one of the books in the Bible, uh, Philemon, is actually a slave owner? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Onesimus. As a slave, he ran away, and Paul sending Onesimus back to Philemon and said, hey, don't beat him, don't kill him, you could, because he stole from you and ran away, but accept him now as a slave of Christ, not as a slave of the house of Philemon. And so, ladies and gentlemen, why do I say that? It's time to wake up. When good people don't speak up, bad things happen. We're better than this. We've got to shake it off. We've got to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and hit again. We can make a difference. One person has power. You can influence other people. But you got to go back to the basics. What's, What's important to you? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again? On your deathbed, when it's all said and done, what do you want your kids to say about you? What do you want your spouse to say about you? What do you want your team members at work to say about you? But most importantly, what do you want God to say about you? It is appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. We will be held to account. Yeah, we get to choose. But what we don't get to choose is the consequences that come with those choices. And so, ladies and gentlemen, you matter. It's time to step up. you got to listen to this radio show daily. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you get your life supercharged. Let me help you clean up some things that are holding you back. Create a new vision. Teach you the power of how God created you. Teach you about the power of emotional intelligence, the right emotion with the right intensity at the right time for the right reason, direct toward the right person the right way. Go to likeitmatters.net. Get stirred up. Passion, vision, focus, commitment, purpose, team. Those are the foundations for all things great. Those are the things that will keep you going when other people quit. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network.
2: Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000.
0: Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing.
2: Call 800-900-8000. Ringing Liberty at